thought that if I ran fast enough, I could beat like the garage door coming down. Instead, it was like Brian Dawkins just fucking leveled me and I'm on my back and these guys are howling, laughing. And I was like, I don't know if my brain is still attached, but luckily I'm built like a shit brick house. So I just popped right back up. There's the video. Have you, have you seen the video? The video is fucking bad. I think the video in like two weeks has 20 something million views. Yeah. Well, and I'm getting body bags. Like, watch your head. Cuts He's an influencer and a character on the Brilliantly Dumb podcast. He's got a great affection with food and he loves golf. I'm with LJ, Cat, Chad, and we are at State Social House on Sunset Boulevard, and it is the rule to name drop in Hollywood. Yes, it can be tacky or lame, but also very effective. So I'm going to do a quick Easter recap. So we were at the track. So there we were. From 10 in the morning at Barney's, take a luxury SUV track, left the track, winning a few thousand dollars, right? Nice. Greatest ever bet. The, the, the last one, the six horse. He was four to one, and I bet my lungs. <laughs> and he just fucking won, and it was great. Uh, there was drinks to kill. We have a private suite. Doug O'Neill, I want to thank him for it. He's a two-time Kentucky Derby trainer winner. Wow. And um, we go back to Barney's, and... It's oh, it's yeah. Cats there, just there he is. Here's the drunkest. Here's the drunkest guy in SoCal. Hey, um, so it's always the third stop that gets you. Yeah. So then everyone's like, let's go get dinner. We go over to La La Bohem. It's a play or an opera, but it's also a restaurant. And all of a sudden, Bob and Summer, I have no idea where this came from, start screaming at the top of their lungs. I had this girl teaching me social media head right down in the soup totally gone just oh. facing the soup roy stands up and sings god bless america to just settle everything <laughs> fucking down and then agent orange goes fucking crazy so how was your easter oh my god by the way that roy i gotta i gotta ask where did you meet this guy because i see him all the time on your stories and he seems like like just an absolute beauty you've never seen him at barney's I, I, I haven't gone to Barney's too often, but I've gone a couple times and I, and I shockingly haven't run, run into Tim, but like I'm a day drinker. I, I, I normally go later, but yes, I, I've never, I've never met Roy, but I've seen all about him and he's, he's something else, man. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's always freezing. You get COVID every time you walk you in go, there. You go to the one here in Santa Monica. No, right here. Yeah, I mean, I've, right I've been to Santa Monica, but this is my local. This is your, this is your stomping grounds, yeah. right? So, so yeah, I walk everywhere. I'm banned from Lyft, banned from Uber. And How are you banned from Lyft and Uber? I, do I even want to know? Uber cat, <laughs> Uber catfish my credit card, so I just won't give them okay. my business. The Nelk boys pranked me in Vegas and Lyft, and there was a gunfight, and there's just oh like, my I, I don't even know if the bullets were real. I was shooting like this. I jumped in some guy's car. I had six grand in a bag. And I flew home with four grand. Bradley Martin saved me. It's a long story, but when I went back on Lyft, it said, call tech support, so... There's a what war. is your rating even on those apps? Oh, I can't even imagine. Not applicable. <laughs> it's N-A. <laughs> oh, boy, man. What an absolute fucking firefight. No, I, I had a good I got a good Easter. We chilled. Um, I was with my girlfriend. We actually watched the Masters. 
um, bet on that. I went to to Bob's house and we got after it, hit an edible gummy and just we we called. We, we, it was a pretty chill day to be honest. It I'm glad you brought crazy. up the Masters. What do you think? I mean, does that guy deserve it? Did he get lucky? He's been um, around. Rom, so we just recently played with him because he's sponsored by Callaway and so are we. So we were able to like do some uh, some collab with him out in Jacksonville before the players tournament, which was super sick. Um, and he's I think he gets a bad rep because like when we hung out with him, he's super chill and like fun and like just a down earth guy. And I think like he takes golf very seriously. But when he's out on the course, he gets pissed off or whatever. I think people think he's not approachable, but. He's a, he's a fucking beauty, and I, I I could not be more thrilled to watch him win. But we had a blast. I I, I don't know if you're big into golf, but like I don't know anything about on it. on like big majors like that. The payouts for someone like you, I'm shocked that you don't actually bet you on it. Like you're a degenerate like me, like that you don't actually bet on it. Because like halfway through the round, he was like two strokes behind Kepka, and it paid like plus one fifty for him to win. So I threw like 500 on it, but like the odds pre-tournament for these guys to win are like 1600, 1800, yeah, I was gonna say, what was he? 20 to one probably. Yeah. It was, I think he was a little bit less. I think it was like, uh, he was probably like seven fifty. The to favorites one. never win in golf. They never do. Dude. Come on. Lately they do lately. They do. But I think it's like, it's funny. If you pick like even like a few different guys and throw like 50 to hundred bucks on it, it kind of makes it interesting. Just going even in, you can even bet top 10 finishes or top five or top 20. So like they don't necessarily, Necessarily need to win. I gotta get you into the golf betting world. I did. World. I Brooke, is it is, is it Bruce Kepka? What's his name? Brooks Kepka. Brooks yeah. Kepka. When I was rolling with Menery and Saquon Barkley, yes. Saquon's manager FaceTime Brooks Kepka. Cuz. Yes. I'm a good friend with Cuz. FaceTime yes. that guy, and that guy said, "You can bet on me at ten to one," and he won the U.S. Open. Did you bet on him? I put a thousand dollars. Oh, well, there you go. And broke even because I lost the rest of it in horses oh. until he won. <laughs> so it still just felt look, like a win. Still I, felt like a win. If you look at your track record, then you should be betting on golf. I Especially did. if you got FaceTimes with the guys who's favored to win it. That's a good that's a good start. All right, listen, this isn't yeah. It's yeah. Starting, it's starting. How about this? How about this? I will help share. I don't have a ton, a plethora of knowledge, but I do know how to bet golf. I will help share my golf picks with you because I know nothing about horse picks. So if you give me some of your horse race insiders, which I know you're like the horse whisperer over there, I, we we can make something happen and maybe we get you into golf a little bit. All right, hold on. There's a bad, there's a bad handicapping <laughs> on both horses and golf. I was looking at the golfers' names. That's how I was going to handicap. I'm like, is any of these names? Do I like them? And I'm like, ah, I better not do it. Because that's how I do with horses. Is it really? <laughs> you know the breeders. I don't think you're just going based no. on the fucking names. I do like it a lot. I don't know anything. I like to go to the track. I don't go often, but when I do, I like to throw some money a, a little bit here or there. I know there's a, like a trifecta and exactor boxes. I don't know too much, but the same thing. I just kind of look at the horse. It's like, oh, that one looks fit and spotted. And that's a big deal. That. Yeah. Spotted are dapples. Now you can see, now watch. You can, no, that's no, a big deal. This guy doesn't know anything about horses apparently, but, but uh, dapples uh, are uh, easier to see on a gray horse than a chestnut or a black horse. But what it is, is, is a horse's coat flows one direction, just kind of like your hair. But a dapple is about the size of a, a 50 cent piece where the hair goes the other way, which it, or it's more oh, okay. like, it's more like you get chills. Like that horse, when you see dapples, knows it's race time. They've trained that horse to love the fans. It's kind of like LeBron with the chalk. Like it's fucking go time. So do you wait right before the, the race to place the bet or are you betting beforehand? That's what's a tricky thing. 
Because because there's parlays. You know what parlays oh, are, of right? Of course. Yeah. So I hit pick fives. So that means I'm betting the winner in five consecutive races. But you can put as many horses in. It just compounds the ticket. Yes. So usually on my first leg of a pick five, or I would say a five-team parlay, I would rather look at the horses than look at the form. Because if because I know a bunch of trainers, and I can see when they're quote-unquote on the muscle. And I don't care about favorites. I'll bet 80 to one shots. If that horse looks good, I'll fire. The rest of the horses, I don't have the opportunity to see them. Yeah, Because I got to put that yeah. ticket in. But I, I do. So then looking, I think that plays into your hand. Then if you can see the horses before. Big time, dude. Now, we have a buddy of ours who we, we, we've connected with a long time. His name is Jersey Jerry. He's now in Barstool Sports. He used to bet. His thing is betting horses, too. And I've never understood it. One of the things he told us early on is, is when the horse comes up before they, 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 I guess they put them in the pen or whatever. The, if the ears are either forward or back, he says it's, they're out of tension. So the horse is like ready to go. And he says, that's a good sign. Very normally. good sign. So that's correct. He's not just talking out of his ass. Well, I like when their ears are called pricked. They're pricked down. You want the horse's head and neck to what look like a bull. Here, you want the horse <laughs> to look like a bull focused and their front hooves, when they pick up their front hoof, their rear hoof should land almost exactly where the front one is to, to show they're not sore or lame. So the head's bulled down. I know, dude. I, that guy's and right. you're trying to tell me you just bet on the horse's names. That's bullshit, <laughs> man. That's absolutely Okay. But, but no hold on. Let's assume I, you and Robbie come to the races with me, and there's a horse oh, called Cold Cuts. Easy. You know I'm betting Cold Cuts. Well, fuck, I would bet on Cold Cuts, too. Yeah, but so yes. there, there's an element of that. Well, there's an element of having some fun and putting in something just for kicks, but it sounds like when you're betting your real money, you're not just throwing it to the wind. Like, you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and you need a little luck, too. <laughs> I mean, but it, well, it, that's the gambling world. Now, have you benefited off his off his horses no, and mean, his I've picks? Been, so I've been, I haven't been to track with you, but okay. I've been to the depression zone and seen like, <laughs> four-box TVs oh, okay. that go down, and it's quite quite the experience. It's absolutely iconic. Um, everyone should we should do like two. I feel like you should almost do like a live stream when you're when you're betting on these things, because like I think that could go like fucking viral. We did do it. But the, the, the trick is only this is very interesting. I'm cutting you off. Nobody cares to see. I did it for six hours at a mansion in Malibu, all live. And I'd have famous people come. But the only thing that people care about that don't know horses is the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And that's why Barstool's great. They just cut that little thing and show the reaction. People will watch that forever. How do you pronounce this? We talked about this before I started. I'm going to stick with what I think. I think it's a French like a pronunciation. So I, in French, you wouldn't pronounce the H. So I think you would say homage. Homage. Yes. Homage, so, I think, is how you would pronounce that. I want to thank homage for giving me the Sixers t-shirt. That is sweet. My buddy Ticket would love this because he's a big-time Eagles fan, so I'm going to have... Oh, this is super nice. This is with the Canadian everything, and it's like... They're like vintage really shirts almost. Vintage stuff. Yeah, exactly. that's really cool. It's really cool. Who are your teams? So I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. Um, I grew up in Vancouver, so I'm a Canucks fan, obviously. And then we don't... I don't really have a, a, a basketball team because... You know, we, we had the Grizzlies ripped right. from us. And so I kind of, when I came to LA like six years ago, the, the Lakers sucked. 
So I said, you know what? Now is as good a time as ever to cheer for the Lakers. So I've been rooting for the Lakers. This was back when they had like Randall and D'Angelo Russell and Jordan Clarkson, and all those guys, they let go and became superstars everywhere else. So I'd say the Lakers are my team. And then uh, Packers are my diehard. Oh, my mom is, so my mom is from Green Bay, Wisconsin. So like growing up, like we would, I mean, it was like two things you just couldn't say no to is mom's breakfast, church and Packers on a Sunday. So like, I think if I didn't cheer for them, I'd be like excommunicated from the family. So we're in a tough spot right now. We're going to stink for the next probably three, four well, yeah, years. Yeah. Breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. It's safe to say it's 2023 and the beard is here to stay. They once again have revolutionized men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard, fresh shave look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the name drop code. That's right, name drop, insert that code, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Let's get right into this. I love it. I've been manscaping since puberty, since I've had hair. I love a clean sheen body. This thing's amazing for a couple of reasons. One, it's waterproof. It means you can do it in the shower. I rather do it in the sink. I like to look in the mirror and all that stuff, but that's amazing. You can wash it off. Two, it's got one guard. It's got one guard with 20 lengths. I don't know if you can see this, but you can adjust it. The best thing about this is you don't have 20 guards all over your drawers and in your bathroom and stuff like that. It's the worst, it's the worst. Now, if you're really good to groom your beard, your facial hair is different than the hair on your head. It's more coarse, which can cause ingrown hairs. And for me, my girlfriend's gonna go crazy. Right now, like my hair, my hair's kind of soft, but if I rub up against her cheeks, she's like, oh my God, it's too much. So you have the beard shampoo and you have the beard conditioner. I love them because it's gonna preserve the actual oils and nutrients in your beard because it's different than your hair. Then you have the beard bomb. This is great because it can tame your beard. And you guys know when there's humidity with hair, it can play all kind of funny, but it also gets rid of the dryness. It kind of keeps the moisture in the beard. Then we have the beard oil. That's what's gonna really protect your skin because I can't stand zits or ingrown hairs when I get them on beard. It drives me nuts. Oh, and the most obvious thing is it's cordless. Like this is a fantastic kit. I mean, you got this with your traveling, it's a little travel kit. I'm so fired up for this. It's like Christmas came late for me. I love manscaped.com. So get 20% off free shipping with the code name drop at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code name drop. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Wait a second, wait a second. You said you're a Green Bay fan? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Okay, we gotta get to this. Is Aaron Rodgers gonna be a Jet or no? Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Is it on? I was told from an insights. It's, it's, it's gonna happen for sure. I, I would I would say I'd be shocked if it didn't if it didn't happen. Now, I don't understand why the, like this is taking fucking three weeks to, to, to go through. I think that, that the Packers GM Gutenkers is trying to milk it for everything he can, but I, I do think it's gonna happen. I, 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 I feel very confident as a Packers fan that Aaron is gone, which is tough because now it's like, okay, now here we are without, you know, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. And we gotta, 
guy who's, you know, Jordan Love, I don't know if he's the answer, but we got to have to thrust him into that position. We're, we're going to stink. We're going to be bad I don't for know. three this years. This is one wizardry about Green Bay. They get a quarterback, a great quarterback, and bench him for three or four seasons, yeah. and then the guy yeah. goes to the Jets, and then the fucking quarterback's great. It's wizardry. It's when we lost Favre, I was devastated, and I, I was, I like, he wanted to come back that last year after the retirement, and they said no, we're going to move to Rogers, and I was salty about it because I was like, this guy's one of the best to ever play. And then, like, halfway through that season, I was like, I think we're going to be okay with this Aaron Rodgers guy. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> he turned out to be fucking way better. <laughs> so, maybe we got maybe we got a Mahomes waiting in, in Jordan Love. I don't know. But there's just something. We've been very – I mean, that's an anomaly to have two back-to-back -back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like well, he had Bart Starr forever, too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's no team in the NFL that's better quarterbacks historically than Green Bay. No, I don't think so. It's just wizardry. Yeah, it's I don't tough. even know how it happens. It's it's And tough. it's freezing cold. I've been to Lambeau. I loved it. You're how Lambeau. great is it? It was great. I, I shot a shot two commercials with Aaron Rodgers. Did you yeah, really? Discount, double check. But we went to a preseason game where they played Kansas City before Kansas City was great. I loved Wisconsin. Spotted yeah. cows, cheese curds, marinara. Yeah, it's kind of your spot, yeah. 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 I loved it, but you, you I don't like the cold. You could a triangle there, for sure. Yeah, if it's warm, I do <laughs> yeah. not. I went to a game, it was like in September, so it was not cold, and it was amazing. It's, it's amazing. And I will say this, and I'm, I'm a little bit biased, and you probably hate me as a Packers fan being a Vikings fan, but like I will say there's certain stadiums you go to where like the energy and the vibe is so good that even if you're the opposing team, they really won't beat. I mean, I'm sure there's some asshole Packers fans. I'm not taking that out, but like generally speaking consensus, like it's a good time in that stadium. Yeah. Whereas you go to other stadiums, like Feeling. I grew up in Vancouver, you go to Seahawks <laughs> stadium. Those fans are fucking awful. Yeah. Like they are making your day from start to finish miserable. And they're just not fun to be around. Uh, Cardinals fans shockingly too are not really what? good fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we don't need to go there. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. I think if you're yeah. wearing a, a different jersey. <laughs> homage, homage. They're the worst fans ever. But that being I, said, I, I was rooting for you guys in, in the Super Bowl this year. I, I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, is, how can you not like that guy? I, dude, he took so much shit because, all right, I say it every week. I have to say it again. How does Carson Wentz have the season that he has he goes down in los angeles he tears his fucking knee in two different places goes back in runs in the touchdown to like solidify the path then nick Foles wins the super bowl no human being mentally can come back from that we should have just got him healed traded him to wherever he wanted to go not pay that big contract take nick Foles for two years at 20 million he's a god if we sucked for those two years, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. We still get Jalen Hurts. And I think if we had Nick Foles, we might have run it back. But Howie, that's that's water under the bridge. It's water under the bridge. The Where offense did you watch great. the Super Bowl? Dude, oh. don't get me started. Oh, so God. this is, I had this, I've been blind this damn left eye since December, right? I have the main, one surgery, it's attached retina, it's brutal. It's like an hour and 45 minutes. The worst part's recovery. You need to lay on your back like a massage table, 20 out of 24 hours for five days while your eyeball sticks together. Brutal. So then I go in to get like, hey, thumbs up, you can fly to Arizona. She's like, oh, now you have to have emergency surgery. There's a minor tear in there again. I watched the Super Bowl by myself at my house. In the depression den. In the depression den. And you know what? Because they lost, it was the best fucking move I made. It was a little more depressing probably after the loss. But it's yeah. better to be yeah, I, stuck I, I in Arizona see. with this sweatshirt. Oh. <laughs> you might not have remembered the finish if no. you were there. Well, I remember. Listen, 
I went to Jacksonville <laughs> when the Patriots won. And I, it was so crazy. Eagle fan, when I was like, hey, buy me a brewski. They're like, fuck that Teddy brewski. Fuck him. I was like, all right. So I get hammered when they lost, dude. I was setting trash cans on fire. Oh, my God. So when they played Minnesota, I had, a, a, I had a tickets on the 50-yard line, 26 rows back, and a private jet and didn't have one sip of alcohol because I wanted to take it in if they won. And I didn't want to go fucking haywire if they yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the best move. It really was. I, 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 people were crying. And it was Bradley Cooper, Miles Teller, name drop. <laughs> and it was great. And I was in my bed at four in the morning. So I think the thing is, is like, you know, for those big games, it's, it's better to be at the stadium because of the vibe and the energy. But like from a normal, like day, week to week, I would much rather watch my the game at my house just because like when you're betting on all these other games and you're betting player props and you got all the other games going on in fantasy and shit, it's so hard when you're at the tailgate or at the game to follow any yeah, of that focus. shit. So you're like, you're kind of shut off to the rest of the week and just kind of dialed in where I would rather go to like a Thursday night game or a Monday night game, or even if you do the Sunday night game, you still get... Like ninety percent of your sat your Sunday like actually in before you go to the stadium, but like the midweek like especially like early season when there's minimal buys, that's tough, man. You're fucking like if you're a degenerate like me, like you want to be in front of the TV with multiple screens, fucking flashing things on the laptop. Your your notice is <laughs> yeah. going off. So and so just scored a touchdown. Like I, that's it. That's looks like all. the stock market in my place. I love it. It's like tickers <laughs> and shit. Now here's something I have to ask you too. All right, this year, Ryan Phillippe brings me to Arizona to watch the Eagles-Cardinals game. And he goes with some company called, like, Gang Green. Okay. So it's like, you you get there, you, there's a huge fucking party. It's, I went to their tailgate at Super Bowl. Yeah, it's ex-Eagles. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's Like, great. it's a good time. But All he, in one. He and I were, were, like, just becoming friends. So he's like, and he, he's, he calls me Bounce Back, which is hilarious. He's like, he's like Bounce Back, look, if, if, we, if we're flying to this game, you know, you got to go easy on the drinking because I have some friends and I'm like, all right, I'll just go. And we, so we're at the hotel and uh, he goes, he's like, uh, you want like a seltzer or something? I'm like, yeah, I'll just do a beer. dude. If I stick with light beer, I'm good to go. He's like, all right, we'll have a seltzer. We get to the stadium. Uh, it's, it's a funnier story, but we get there and it's fine. As soon as we walk in, Irving Fryers, like this ex wide receiver of the Eagles. And this guy brings down a tray of whiskey shots oh, and boy. and ryan goes dude you want to do one of these like that's probably not a good idea for me man <laughs> if we're trying to pace myself and he's like come on bounce back i know what i'm getting into <laughs> cut to we're in like the section of the eagles and they kick the field goal and arizona misses and it's just like pandemonium oh. that was like one of the greatest eagles victories as much fun as that is being there when they lose stings worse. Yeah. The losses for me are worse than the wins. I hate to say it. I hate to say I it. I watched the Packers lose in Arizona. This was years ago when it was the Kurt Warner and Larry Fitzgerald um, when they went to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And that game, I think we were down like 21 points early on. Rodgers and Packers came all the way back, tied it, went to overtime. At the time, it was like the highest scoring game in NFL playoff history. And it was unreal. But then we fucking won the coin toss. Rodgers gets blown up, fumbles the ball. They take the ball back. And I'm like, I just watched my team get eliminated. It's the and worst. But he's like, you suck. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I gotta go fuck myself, right? So yeah, I feel I, it. It's, it's, it's not, not fun, man. It. It's not fun at all. It's, so, it's, yeah, it's the Super shitty. Bowl, I was like, boop, 
right right to bed <laughs> it's kind of like with gambling it's like the when you win is so euphoric and so awesome when you lose it's 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 so bad like the the range of emotions are so much different it's, it's agonizing oh uh, it's tough yeah but hold on we got to get to your career here all right <laughs> so hold on it's a big deal so you're from Vancouver, right? Yes. Like, all right. When did the you Canadian know, like, kid. name drop is like, when did you know you wanted to be in front of the camera and be an entertainer? Not, not for a while, man. I came out here actually for work. Cause I used to work in, um, I used to work in hotels. I worked for four seasons and I transferred to the Beverly Wilshire. I was working there and I was a, uh, ma a banquet manager and, and just kind of doing it. And then I met Bob through the hotel there, like about a year and a half later. And we kind of hit it off. And long story short, we went out golf. I said, you know, he said, you like golfing? And I said, yeah, fuck, who doesn't like to golf? And I, so we went out golfing. I showed up to the golf courses. This is a Rancho Park. This was ages ago before we could play any nice, Rancho Park. nice courses or anything. We we're just playing like swingers. Yeah. So we go out there and I'm wearing all like all red, like a red polo and red pants and red hat. And I'm like walking up and Bob just takes his fucking phone out and just the Red Ranger walking up and just starts commentating like kind of like what Mentory would yeah, do in, in some ways. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this kid? And I like walking up and he's like, go back and do it again. And I'm like, what is this? So he started <laughs> doing all these stories and putting shit on Instagram at the time. Like I had like 300, 400 followers. And I was like, well, what are we doing? He's like, just trust me, put this on. And like people loved it and we're going nuts. And he's like, we should start golfing and filming it more often. So like, fuck it. Okay. And then we just getting to know him he was super into it like he had his hand in the social media game so i kind of just went with the flow i was like fuck it. i don't know anything about this we'll go and golf and get drunk and film it and whatever and so then we started seeing like people like love it and i started gaining more followers from him and we're like you know do you think we could ever do this like full time where we could just fuck around and go golf and have fun and like do this and he said yeah i think we could so that's kind of like how it all started and I, I know we said that we thought we could do it, but it's kind of wild now to like look back and be like, we're just a couple of guys we met like five, six years ago. And now we're like spot. We're, we're hacks. We're not good golfers. That was my next question. We're not good golfers. Like people who watch us, like our, our golf channel is primarily based around comedy. So we started doing different things um, where we would do like challenges. So we'd go and play like eight nine holes and we had to eat nine hot dogs or drink nine <laughs> oh shots God. of fireball or not, or, or nine beers each and finish nine holes and break a score. So it was kind of like comedy based. There was really no element of good golf at all. And so it was kind of different than what everyone else in that YouTube space is doing. And so we kind of got branded as like the funny guys. And then we met a guy who's a fucking legend. His name's fat Perez five foot six big fucking huge guy but he's actually a scratch golfer like he shoots he, he so he brings an element of good golf to our channel but like bob and i man we're, we go out there and like we just did a collab with one of these other channels these guys are like 20 years old they're shooting unreal and bob and i are hacking it up <laughs> you know but it's like but you're thing, casually like golfing with masters but like, that's what? the thing it's like we're we're shooting in like the 80s or 90s and then we got a, a sponsorship through Callaway and we're out there with the Callaway reps and like Xander Shoffley and Sam Burns and John Rahm and we're doing things and they're like kind of looking at us like what a, what the fuck these guys stink you know but <laughs> it, 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 it kind of yeah. works for us and now it's at the point now where it's like if we go out and like for me I blow up on the golf course because 
I'm a psychopath. I go out there. And I, I don't put in any work. I don't practice, but I go out there and I somehow think that I'm going to shoot better than the you're last competitive. You're competitive. You're competitive. So on, it's man. like when I go out there and I do bad, like I've broken clubs. I've screamed. I've thrown tantrums. I found a video on YouTube. Somebody put a compilation of all my blowups and it was like 20 <laughs> minutes of me just losing my shit and people like sending it to me. This is hilarious. And I'm like, fuck, I'm a nut job. But like for me, when I play bad, it almost plays into my game because people are like, he's going to lose his shit and stuff. So like there's very, low very very low expectations of us on the golf course. well that's interesting because then you kind of just fell into social media like yes. that's kind of a thing because i moved out for music then acting now i'm if it wasn't for bob menery i'd have no footprint in the social media thing you yeah. and i are both kind of i think we're kind of similar sidekicks. Like, yeah. we kind of had like a, a horse that we kind of fucking found our reins to and 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 finished across the line but no i your shit's hysterical. I, I make a claim, and Bob and I, we watch, we followed Menery, and we, I met him ages ago. Bob's followed him forever. And we always make the claim that when Menery has you on his stories, it is by far the most entertaining, <laughs> most just outrageous content because you don't know what you're going to get. So you'll be in a, a fucking, you know, hotel room, and then all of a sudden you're hanging from the chandelier. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's hysterical. And we think, like, the, you know, the one clip we always do is, um, you guys were at a house. You guys were at like this big mansion. The piano. And you're playing the piano. <laughs> and we fucking, what was the song that you're saying? Bobby needs a zapper. Bobby needs a zapper. <laughs> we fucking thought, we played that shit so many times. What does Bobby need? He needs a zapper. And he's walking like a fucking Frankenstein down the stairs. So no, I think that when you're on, when you're, when you're on, I mean, he does a great job. He knows, I mean, the guy's got what? 3 million followers. So like, who am I to say? But I think when you're there, it's just, there's an element of just outrageous content that we can't. We do have a good, watching. we have a good uh, chemistry. Yeah. Like I think he's great in little zinger, small doses. Yeah. And when he puts that voice on and makes fun of me. It's, yeah. It's funny. I mean, I'm a, I'm a punching bag, but I get it. It's <laughs> you kind of wear it. And the same thing like with me is Bob just used to like, absolutely just throw me on a spit and just like this guy, look what he's wearing. I'd be show up to a course and he's got a fucking camera. What about the face. weddings? I used to see you at weddings. Yeah. Weddings are fun, man. We have some fun. At <laughs> when weddings. does the shirt come off at the wedding? What song? Uh, make I turn? think we need to all go out to like a fucking night out in the town. Maybe we need to go to this, La Boheme place or whatever. No, Maybe no. we'll see what happens Listen, there. That I, could be. I, I'm a day drinker, man. You gotta meet me. Yeah, I was gonna say you. You like to go early. I like to start like normally like two, three o'clock. I can and then I that. go into the night if I'm. That's like the earliest I start. But like you get after it like eleven o'clock. Oh like, yeah. Open my thing. He's Holy shit. Yeah. Try to. I try to get home before the sun yeah. sets. I'm the opposite of like a vampire. But um, you've gone. You've done the Vegas scene with like Steve and those guys. So you've got to spend some late nights. You can probably. Well, do. that's the hardest part with Steve is he is so mega that like if he is awake during regular hours it's like hanging out with john lennon or like shaquille o'neal like he gets hammered all day like steve steve so his whole life is like he doesn't go out till 11 p.m really and then he wants to stay out well and he's also like 24 yeah he's also <laughs> yeah. 24 and then he yeah. so for me it's tough like you know we've won dana he and i have won just under a million dollars at that table blackjack oh. God. And the first time it was only Dana and I, and I was inebriated. And then what's like, it like with Dana seems like the nicest dude ever too. It must be so fucking dope. Bob just met him in Vegas recently and said he was the nicest guy, but gambling with those two has got to be like, 
you got to be thinking like, I can't put nearly enough money that would even come close to what these guys are, are betting. No, on. I mean, he's allowed to bet up to 30,000 a hand. So it's, you're betting 10 to 30. Steve's not hammering it that hard. I'm there with my 500 to 1,000 bucks or whatever nonsense it is. But it's funny. Dana is so competitive. Yeah. Like, you know how to play blackjack, right? Yeah, of course. All right, yeah. So if the dealer has a 10 and I have a 13, I have to hit. Yeah. Right. Well, the so, book says to hit. Right. Yeah. So I hit. So I always play by the book as not to piss them off. Yeah. And if I take Dana's card, he's like, Timmy, bad luck, takes my card. I'm like, dude, what am I supposed to do? I almost like, feel like when he's, when somebody's betting that much, you almost be like, what What do you prefer me to do here? Sometimes what I've found, I went I went to Tahoe before um, in the summer and in, in July. And I was with, I don't know if you follow Barstool much, but Caleb Presley mm -hmm. came out. He was hammering bets, like $1,000 a hand, like minimum 500. And I'm betting like 40, 50 bucks. <laughs> So I'm like, he actually tossed us 500 bucks each. So I'm technically playing with his money that I'm with. So I would be like, what do you prefer me to do? And he'd be like, oh, just play your hand. But like normally when guys are betting that much, I'll just ask because if you lose, they'll normally toss you like a hundred. Right. So it almost like pays for your hand anyways. And you're just not pissing them off. I think you just have, I, I have to play by the book <laughs> because I'll tell you the last hand Dana and I had the first time was I had a 16, he had a 16 and it was against an eight. Oh. And I go, same thing you just said to your point. I go, Stay. Dana, we've been here. What do you want me to do? And he's like, you do whatever the fuck you want, bounce back. It's a huge comeback. Everyone always like talks to me imperatively. <laughs> then I'm like, I hit. <laughs> Boom. I get a 20. He's like, fuck it, I'm hitting. Boom. He gets 21. He goes, oh. here. down from 400,000 to 50 grand. He goes, dude, I'm bringing you the UFC fights tomorrow. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the funniest thing is, before I gambled with him, he'd always just give me a thousand bucks. And I'm like, dude, I want us to be friends. You want me to park your car? And say, like, if you're going to give me a thousand dollar chip, what am I going to do? He's, he's, yeah, man, he's, this guy's done from where you watch like the old school UFC and you see like where it was to like now how big it is. I just watched the Adesanya fight the other day. Oh yeah. What? I mean, this is, and now they bought out, uh, I w think they WWE. So it's like, man, this, these guys are on a fucking rocket ship. Like it's unbelievable. And he is a super generous guy. Yeah. Like, you want to see guys out like with him one yeah. night. He gives everybody I some mean, what's time, pictures some dough. They took it from like scary Florida, scariness to like now high end this is what you do in vegas and miami and you go to one of these events it's crazy yeah. change the whole brand image around like scary people fighting in cages it is we bonkers. also have a couple of guests in the background Who do we, oh wow is that roy it is oh who's roy with chance ah oh, we got dude you're gonna meet the royster yeah, today. He's, uh, you're gonna he's have to take some horse whisper over here dude <laughs> roy, royster down, this is joey cold cuts we, we got to <laughs> talk about the food too yes you, got, you guys love food we do. We fucking love food. As you can tell, I've been trying to lose weight the last little bit, but food to us is like, it doesn't get better. To me, I, I don't know like what your idea of fun. To me, there's no better like ever like source of entertainment than to go out with your boys for a big dinner and just get after it. And yeah. like you do the family style, everybody's sharing, the drinks are flowing, bottles of wine <laughs> or fucking cocktails, espresso martinis, whatever it is you're doing. And just like, five or six of your friends and everybody's just engaged, just dialed in fucking eating and drinking everything. That to me is like the pinnacle. Okay. I have an invite for you and Bobby. All right. There's something called the cannon crawl in Beverly Hills. Oh okay. And we usually do it on Wednesdays. It starts at noon at Sugarfish. We just eat a ton of sushi, yeah, drink like some beers. 
Then we cross the street to like uh, Via Lore. We get either a Negroni or an espresso martini. Then we hop into the Palm, have some wine. Maybe we cross over to El Pasayo. We get some shrimp, maybe some white wine. We end up at Wally's and we are walloped. You got uh, to add in Hideaway now. <laughs> Oh, Hideaway's I'm a, a new addition. I've not well, been Hideaway. to Hideaway yet, but I've been it's to most great. of those places. Il Pistao's got a good pasta. Yeah, There's for not, sure. Yeah, it, listen, I mean, if, if we get the invite, I mean, just I, Bob and I will come. We'll, we'll fucking That would be a day. The yeah. We're, day. we're done by five, though. That's a noon. The That's five. good for Bob, though, because Bob's kind of like, he's kind of like a 60-year-old in a 30-year-old <laughs> body. So, like, he wants to be in bed by 9 o'clock. Me too. That's the Northeast. So, like, the day thing plays really well into his hands. The so. first time you told me about the cannon crawl, you guaranteed, you said, guaranteed it gets me laid. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I used to. <laughs> so before the eye, before the detached it's tough to retina. Make, yeah, it's tough to make love to a woman when you have the eyes of a flounder. <laughs> You're gonna walk in there like Howard Stern, just wearing glasses yeah, the entire oh, fucking dude. night. I got like 95 pairs of these specs, dude, all day long. I well, that's that's fine, man. You look good. I'm getting back, and then that, I, dude, I can't work out. I can't sleep on my back. Are I, you serious? Yeah. How did it get detached in the first place? Here's what I think. And Do I, I wanna, even want to know? No, I think. When they, it, when you get laser eye surgery, I think I had a cataract in my left eye and I should not have gotten the laser eye surgery. Yeah. Cause I, when I had it, it was never perfect. And one day I'm at Barney's. I didn't, I didn't get punched. Nothing happened. I just, I went blind all of a sudden, like boom. Now I did go to universal with this girl and I went on some rides, which I think I might be too old for. It could have been the uh, <laughs> it could have been the mummy because I wasn't oh, ready for the mummy to go in reverse. It goes backwards. Yeah, yeah. his I, eyeball just popped out. He shot right out. Fucking mummy. Shot right out like a real life mummy. <laughs> so, but honestly, it's it, they tell you too when you get it. They're like, there's a probability of you having a detached retina, but that probability is like one in a million. Yeah, and it, it, I shouldn't have fucked with my eyes, dude. If if you don't need surgery, in my opinion, don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't want to go under the knife for anything Never. if I don't have to. Let's, let's not even do it. Yeah. But listen, I've kept you long enough here. Is there anything else? We love food. You're the Caddyshack of golfing modern day. We talked about John Rahm. I mean, are we forgetting Where anything Where did Cool here? Cuts come from? What? I, people ask, I, I like expecting this a big elaborate story. I think Bob just, just met like me one cool day cuts. and just he he fucking nicknames everybody, you know. So like you got, I mean, we're very fucking similar yeah. in but many so, ways. Yeah. So Bob just saw me and I, he knew that I'm like my background is Italian and there's a bunch of us and he's like Joey fucking cold cuts over here looks like he got hit by a cinder block because I'd worked like a 15 hour shift and I was disheveled and everybody fucking laughed their ass off. I'm like, there's no way Joey cold cuts gonna stick, but it did and like. It's actually become like a whole persona. It's now. a great it's, nickname. It's dude. like you with bounce back. I yeah. mean, like when I'm when I'm anywhere else, like out in public, I'm not really cold cuts, but like people see you like fucking cold cuts, you know, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess I'll wear that one, you know, so but it's kind of like this whole different kind of persona. Like it's it's just it's taken on its whole different realm. And it's really fun. And I've kind of embraced it now. And it's like it's been great. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's there's no like actual story he just one day fucking saw me he said it and everybody's like that's a great nickname and that has to stick, has so, to stick. well i think that's, one of the things we didn't mention was you got in a fight in a gro with a garage door the other day right yeah that's so that was that was tough man that was uh we were we were in you should uh, have a detached retina after I that video should have a detached medulla oblongata i think but like uh we were in palm springs we were doing a whole bunch of filming for the week and 
the, it was like the last day and we we're tired. And like, it was a big video that we were doing with these other golfers from good, good golf. And, um, Bob goes, do you want to hit an edible? And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So <laughs> we, we, you know, we hit an edible and we're, you know, we're, we're in the clouds. We play golf. We come back and we are going to go to these guys' houses, uh, this guy's house to go have some drinks and whatnot. And so like there was, we were staying in Airbnb. And so we were parked. My buddy said, just fucking hit the garage door and then just run underneath. So I tried to do it at trip the sensors. So he's like, no, you got to bunny hop over the fucking. Have you <laughs> seen know. this video? I've seen the video. So he goes, you I understand. Bunny hop. The and I don't know why bunny, bunny hop to hop. me is like this. I did like <laughs> on Easter on like 40 combine hurdle and like, didn't, I just thought that if I ran fast enough, I could beat like the garage door coming down. Instead, it was like Brian Dawkins just fucking leveled me. And I'm on my back and these guys are howling, laughing. And I was like, I don't know if my brain is still attached, but luckily I'm built like a shit brick house. So I just popped right back up. There's the video. Have you, have you seen the video? The video is fucking bad. Yeah. I think the video in like two weeks has 20 something million views. Yeah, well, and I'm getting body bags like. Watch your head. <laughs> yeah dude and so then callaway puts it up on their fucking on their main page with like a million followers of me getting absolutely just disheveled but yeah you know sometimes it I don't looks make the bad, smartest dude. decision it was bad it was people are like oh that was staged i'm like i'm not smart enough to stage that you know and what that I mean? like, sound you could not recreate it was that was a, a that was a bad moment for me i mean it, it Listen, the fact that I didn't get seriously hurt and the video went viral, I'll, I'll take that. But the best part about planned. that video, though, is your boys freaking loving it yes. the entire time. <laughs> they, were, they didn't do a quality check with you. No, I think one of them was like, don't laugh. Like, is it in <laughs> Like, I went down in a heap. They're like, this guy could be dead. As soon as they saw me spring up, I started walking back and I just heard an eruption of laughter. They were absolutely beside. And I would have too. It's like, is there something about like seeing your buddies get like absolutely just like plowed out or fall or something? It just, you cannot help but laugh. And I mean, that's, right. yeah, the clip's gone viral. Unfortunately, I've gotten a beating from that, but it's funny. <laughs> it's like, I've learned at this point that I do enough dumb shit that I can just laugh at myself. So, yeah. Again, we're very, very simple. I feel like we're two peas in a pod. Our go-to is getting naked. <laughs> I try to not do that too much. I think you're more alone on that one, Timmy. That one might be a solo shot there for you. It's like, come on, it's great. Man. I got to get all fit for it. All right, well, listen, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks do you for have anything me. to plug that we should talk about? Uh, no, I just, if you guys want to check out, you know, we, we do a fun podcast ourselves. It's called The Brilliantly Dumb Show. It's me, Bob, and my other buddy, Bear Down. We shoot the shit, and we just have a lot of fun. Just a bunch of banter. Three best. guys having fun. And then if you want to watch the golf content, if you're into golf, check out Bob Does Sports on YouTube. Um, we have fun, man. It's, it's nothing serious. Everything life is, is meant to be lived and enjoyed. And by damn it, we're doing that every day. That's all I love we do. It. I love that. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll That's great. Go you want to close it out? Subscribe, like name drop rate, rate all of the things name drop podcast. Um, and yeah. look forward to cold cuts and banter. We're going to make some videos. Oh, here we go. I see the cannon crawl happening. I yeah, that. I think we should, man. I think it'd be a lot of fucking fun. Thank you so much. I think that was pretty fun, no? Pretty easy. Yeah.